Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 31 in the book of Acts. Let me get everybody up to speed. Uh, Jesus has been crucified and then raised from the dead 40 days. uh, He's in the tomb for three days, gets raised from the dead. He's on the planet for 40 days. He gets resurrected. Holy Spirit comes down a couple days later, gifts these uh, knucklehead uh, apostles, And then Peter makes a speech. He gets 3,000 converts. He makes another speech uh, after healing a man and uh, a lame guy. And he this lame guy, we just he just uh, keeps popping up, and he pops up today. So the 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 mic drop yesterday was there's salvation in no one else, for there's no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. So this is the big mic drop moment of uh, his next speech. It's offensive. It's the most inclusive and exclusive speech of all time. Um, it's demanding and it insists and it it provides hope that there's rescue. Rescue. And now we get the people's response. Here it is. This is Acts 4, 13. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated common men, they were astonished and they recognized they had been with Jesus. But seeing the man who was healed standing beside them, they had nothing to say in opposition. So uh, they're surprised. These are uneducated knuckleheads uh, commoners and causing astonishment for a couple reasons. Number one is the eloquence, and number two is this healed guy. And, and we find out that uh, that he'd been around for 40 years. He was 40 years old, lame from birth, and everybody knew him. And so when he got healed, it was a real uh, witness and testimony and and people here are recognizing that these guys had been with Jesus and also that they healed this guy. So verse 14, seeing the man who was healed, that means the guy who was healed, the, the lame guy who was leaping around with the strong legs. We talked about that. After Peter and John get arrested, we don't know if he got arrested, but the point is the next day he's still here. And remember, we talked about how dangerous this moment in time was. The last guy guy that they arrested and accused of this kind of blasphemy, he got crucified. So when Peter and John woke up on this morning, they didn't know if this was their day of crucifixion. Now, here's the thing that surprised me today, is the lame leaping guy was standing there. So he too had been a Christian for less than 24 hours. And he didn't know if it was his day of being crucified. Imagine that, becoming a Christian and then getting crucified for it. That was a real possibility. And we find him here standing with Peter and John. And everybody knows him. Verse 22, they all knew him. And we find out that it's actually his courage and his standing there which causes people people to praise God. And this was the reason Peter and John got protected. It's so interesting that this man's witness and his courage to stand with Peter and John and cause response in the people was the thing that protected them from the authorities. Okay, here we go. So then they th- they send them out and they decide what to do. But when they had commanded them to leave the council, 
they conferred with one another, saying, What shall we do with these men? For that a notable sign has been performed through them is evident to all in the habits the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But in order that it may spread no further among the people, let us warn them to speak no more to anyone in his name. So their conclusion, as they gather together, is that these guys speak no more in Jesus' name. So the problem is, what should we do with Peter and John, and maybe this lame guy? And their problem is, uh, solved. Their, their answer is we're going to tell them not to speak anymore. Then we're going to see what happens. And we find civil disobedience and spiritual obedience. So they call them. So they called them and charged them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus, the offensive name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered them, whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you rather than God, you must judge. And I think what Peter and John are saying here, let me just pause here, is we've already judged for ourselves. And we realize that the the system of authority is God first and man's uh, authority second. Now, there, who wouldn't want a society full of people that follow, uh, follow God? Because God is only good. And he's been obeying and who wouldn't want a society full of people obeying his revealed and sovereign uh, will? That's what we're going to do. And Peter is saying to, to the authorities, you guys have to decide whether it's right to, to, to follow God. So their charge not to speak in Jesus's name is superseded by this godly charge to uh, evangelize. All right, verse, verse 20, for we cannot but speak of what we have seen and what we have heard. And so, so then the authorities here, and when they had f- further threatened them, they let them go. So they didn't crucify him. They let them go, finding no way to punish them because of all the people. For all were praising God for what had happened. For the man on whom the sign of healing was performed was more than 40 years old. So let me say it again. The people's praising protected Peter, all right, so may it be in me as well. My prayer is that somebody recognizes that I have been with Jesus like the disciples had been with Jesus. And may someone recognize that I'm not quite the knucklehead that I used to be, that maybe I have changed. And that at a a decision point, I continue to put Jesus in front of people's paths. May I have the boldness and courage of this leaping lame guy, the compulsion not but to not do anything but speak of what I've seen and, and heard. So I admire this bold, lame, leaping guy who now stands with Peter and John and literally protects their life from this potentially crucifying moment. What a great story. You just can't make this stuff up. Thanks so much for listening.